Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code RADIO20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival. This is Bloomberg Business of Sports. The world's changing, and what are things we can do to, to transform our business and engage our fans globally in different ways? People are using their name and likeness to create more opportunities, more stakes in companies. In order to turn the organization around, we had to turn it around not only just on the baseball operations side, but on the business operations side. Football and any other sport is very difficult, but I like to broaden my horizons and be able to expand sports. You need to be consumed live, and that's a big competitive advantage for intellectual property holders of sports content in the media landscape. Bloomberg Business of Sports from Bloomberg Radio. Hi, everyone. I'm Jason Kelly. And I'm Mike Lynch. And I'm Michael Barr. And this is the Bloomberg Business of Sports, where we will explore and talk to some of the biggest players in the industry. Absolutely. And it's such a fun time of the year. So much anticipation, guys, of what's going on. The NFL season is starting. But before we get to that, The Major League Baseball season is chugging along toward its conclusion. We're getting into that fun time where the winners start to separate themselves a little bit. I put 500 on it. I'm sorry. There you go. (laughs) Uh, We can talk a little bit about people slugging, but one of the things we got to talk about is baseball cards and the collectibles market, which has been exploding. We know that, but technology has been super disruptive and nowhere, Lynchy, has it been more disruptive than for Tops. A bad, bad week for those guys last week. Well, they've been around 70 years. They've been a part of so many uh, boys and girls growing up, part of their youth, whether they uh, took a clothesline, clothespin and put it in the spokes of their bicycle or flipped them against a wall in the schoolyard or had their dad throw them out because they lied to their dad about not doing their homework. <laughs> they were all they were part of Americana. Now uh, Fanatics uh, has a new deal with the Major League Baseball players and the Players Association. Tops feels they were deceived by both of those parties. Uh, Fanatics is uh, the wave of the future. Collectibles, they're part of the NFTs. They're worth about $18 billion. Uh, they got Jay-Z, and they're applying for a gaming license with the New York State Gaming Commission. Um, Tops just sort of stood still while Fanatics just gobbled everything up, and unfortunately, they're the loser. It's brutal. And, uh, I mean, just to tell you what happened in the wake of this, so Major League Baseball as Lynchy said, and the Players Association said, we're out. We're going to go with Fanatics and not Tops. Tops was planning to go public, you know, talk about a sign of the times. It was going to go public through a blank check company, a SPAC, special purpose acquisition company, led by uh, Tops's Michael Eisner, of course, former CEO of Disney and Madison Dearborn, well-known private equity firm. They have scuttled that deal. They are kind of back on their heels trying to figure out what comes next. And this is, as I say, bar, or as I just said, a sign of the times. But man, I mean, a, a, a really tough, tough beat for, for Tops, a very well known company, as Lynchy said, founded in 1938. But hard to see how they come back from this. I, I'm saying a prayer that it's not the end of Tops because, I mean, that was part of my childhood growing up with the Tops baseball cards. 
it, it was it was just part of the the memory of being a kid. Uh, yeah, when you got it in the package, you you didn't eat the bubble gum. You threw that away, but you kept the baseball cards. And I, I wonder now what Tops is going to do because I, I remember back in the eighties when you had I think it was Tops baseball cards where they had the NFL, but they could not show the logo of the teams. So I'm wondering if Tops is going to do something like that, where you know they can show the player. But they can't show the, the the logo of the teams, or or what are they going to do? I mean, this this is a sad time. Yeah, and and we'll see whether Tops is able to to pivot and and maybe accelerate that pivot more into the digital landscape. You know, obviously Michael Eisner is a hard guy to to bet against. Um, they are in the soccer and hockey merchandise business. They have tie-ups on the entertainment side with Disney and WWE. Um, so we'll see where they go, um, but but certainly something uh, to keep an eye on. Uh, and and a big, big win, we shouldn't um, discount that, for Fanatics. Uh, and the ties to the sports world, they are really interesting, too. Michael Rubin, he is the leader of that company, and he's also a co-owner, as we know, um, with Harris and Blitzer of the 76ers and the New Jersey Devils. So uh, definitely interesting to keep an eye on. Well, speaking of owners, uh, staying with baseball guys, Giannis, he wins a, a championship, an NBA championship, and then decides to take a page from the playbook, I think, of Patrick Mahomes and double down on his adopted home city. He's now a minority owner. Of the Milwaukee Brewers. I love this deal, Lynchy. I love this deal. He signed a five-year, $228 million deal with with the Bucks in December. He loves Milwaukee. He wants to stay there forever. And very much like Patrick Mahomes, who signed a mega deal with the Chiefs and then invested in the Kansas City Royals. Now Giannis is a member of the True Blue Brew crew. Say that five times in a row without stumbling. <laughs> <laughs> but I love now, it though. You know, it's it, it's just he's invested emotionally and, and and financially in the community out there and the people love him. He could probably get elected governor of Wisconsin yeah. right now. Well, it's a great move too, I think. I mean, one of the ways I think about this because as you guys know, I'm obsessed with Wall Street having covered that for a long time. The Brewers, they are owned by um Mark Adonacio, well-known private equity and credit investor uh, and his ability to to woo I guess or to at least you know take that phone call from Giannis when he expresses some interest uh, it was interesting I saw in some of the reporting that I guess for one of the key games there were a bunch of the brewers who were in one of the suites there at uh, Fiserv Arena yeah. um, watching on as their uh, as their future colleague uh, was putting up an unbelievable uh, series. He obviously was the series MVP. And, and Giannis, there's a great new biography out about him. He is the man of the moment, that is for sure. And I just love to see, I love to see these guys, these athletes, not just being endorsers, but being owners. I think we're seeing a very, very interesting moment when it comes to the world of sports. This, of course, follows, you know, close to home there for you, Lynchy. Um, 
LeBron James and Maverick Carter becoming mm-hmm. uh, minority owners of the Boston Red Sox. They were already part of Fenway Sports Group and uh, had an ownership stake in the Liverpool Football Club over in England. But more recently, uh, they sort of recut their deal or their deal was revised to include the Red Sox. You know, these guys know what they're doing. And, and there's a lot of speculation that down the line, you will see LeBron and, and Maverick and, and their crew probably owning an NBA team as soon as uh, LeBron is done playing. So this this feels like the future in, in many ways. So it's good to see uh, Giannis be a part of it. You bet. I mean, you, you can you and you can bank on them owning an NBA team. I, yeah, I can. I can almost guarantee that's going to happen with the Fenway Sports Group. Right, right, yeah. Hard to see how that uh, that doesn't happen, and, and a lot of ownership stakes uh, trading hands these days, whether it's small or uh, or majority ownership stakes. Um, all right, let's talk a little bit about the NFL. Uh, Lynchy, the storyline always seems to go right through your town. There are a lot of compelling storylines, but hmm. the Patriots never fail to disappoint. Well, I just got an email from the New England Patriots. This is sort of breaking news right here, 10.44 a.m. as we are taping this on a Monday morning. And I'll read it in quote. On Saturday, Cam Newton traveled to a club-approved medical appointment that required him to leave the New England area. He received daily COVID tests, which were all negative. Due to a misunderstanding about tests conducted away from NFL facilities and as required by the NFL-NFLPA protocols, Cam will be subjected subjected to the five-day entry cadence process before he can return to the facility. He will continue participating virtually in team activities and return to the facility on Thursday, August 26th, which is when they play their final preseason game, I believe, against the Giants at 6 p.m. So it looks like Newton would be out of that game. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> Always a twist and a turn. And uh, we're going to go deeper on the Patriots later on this week on Wednesday. Be on the lookout for a podcast with Jeff Benedict. He is the author of The Dynasty. Uh, it is going to be out in paperback on September 7th. And that date, Lynchy, you're going to be IRL, as the kids say, with Jeff Benedict. Tell us about that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, uh, it's coming out in paperback, and uh, he was kind enough to send me an email and asked if I would uh, uh, join him. Simon and Schuster suggested that he have someone uh, sit with him and uh, interview him about the book and then take questions from a live audience. So we're going to be in Plainville, Mass., which is the next town over from Foxborough, uh, at uh, a bookstore called An Unlikely Story, Tuesday, September 7th at 7 p.m., and if you've ever heard Jeff Benedict on uh, any of our shows or anything, you could listen to him for hours. He just he doesn't waste any words. He wastes no words in the book, and he wastes no words in his interviews. And I'm looking forward to uh, to sitting down with him, and it should be a, a fun night because this this book, even if you're a Patriot fan and you think you know everything about the Patriots, you'll want to read it. If you hate the Patriots, you'll love the book, and you'll hate the Patriots even more. <laughs> <laughs> No, it really is. It's an incredible read, and uh, we love catching up with Jeff and and hearing about that and and are toasting his success uh, all the time. Barr, what are you most interested and excited about for this upcoming NFL season? Well, obviously, fantasy sports, as I'm a big fantasy sports player. I have to ask Lynchy, because all of the experts in fantasy sports are saying, stay away from the Patriots' backfield. Stay away from the Patriots' (laughs) backfield. And I get it because it's it's almost a rotation going on in the backfield. But one thing that I, I enjoy about fantasy sports, especially in the NFL, you watch those games, 
that you would never ever watch before. I mean, you're watching, you know, you know, some team against some other team that's low in the rankings, but because of fantasy sports, yeah. the ratings are going to be there. And that's something that people need to understand about not just fantasy sports, but betting in general. This is why it's off the chart. People are going to be in-game betting on some of the sorriest games that are going to be out there, especially late in the season. Well, and if you want to get a little bit of a fix and a little bit of a window into the mind of Michael Barr and his uh, <laughs> fantasy his fantasy work, check out the podcast and the weekend radio show from this past weekend, our conversation with Chris Collinsworth, where Chris Collinsworth gives Michael Barr a money-back guarantee. Oh. So <laughs> you got to write that down, and I know that subscription has already been processed, Barr, so we're looking forward to uh, seeing you win the Bloomberg Fantasy, uh, the fantasy League this year. All right. Have a great week, everyone. We'll be back with you later on this week with Jeff Benedict. This has been the Bloomberg Business of Sports, and you can follow our podcast every Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday. I'm Michael Barr on Twitter at Big Bar Sports. And you will not be disappointed. I guarantee it. I'm Mike Lynch. You can follow me at LynchyWCBB. And I'm Jason Kelly. Follow me at Jason Kelly News. You're listening to Bloomberg Business of Sports on Bloomberg Radio around the world. 